What are you doing? <laughs> what the? What's going on there? This is Massey. This is my. Hi, my name is Massey. In the I'm counting the money I've been borrowed by netball thing <laughs> to dry my clothes. <laughs> so we're in the laundrette because that's what you do in that's what you do on rest days. Um, with the rest day. Yeah. Massey's and my clothes have been washed. We just uh, we're just loading up the tumble dryer now, and we'll probably put it on hot for half an hour. It's like big tumble dryer as well. 20 kilograms of clothing, but we think that will get us through to Rome, don't we, Massey? Yes, yes, I'm confident. That is the voice of Massey, and uh, yeah, the overnight news is that uh, Remco is out, which is the biggest disappointment uh, I think that the Giro has suffered in recent years. Uh, it's a crying shame, and uh, I'm sure I'll have plenty of opportunity to talk as my rest day progresses with Matt and hopefully Pete and David later on. <laughs> he's back. <laughs> he's back. Pete he's Kenny's wearing back. his like his cute his cute little Peugeot 1960s yeah. style hat. I love Tommy it. Simpson. Mm -hmm. Tommy Simpson. Tommy yeah. Simpson hat. Yeah. Missed you guys. I didn't realise until you. I seen your faces. How much I missed you, actually. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Pete. <laughs> That's really nice. Get I can't believe you're at the Giro, Ned. Do you know? Not only am I at the Giro, I've arrived because you know on. You know, you never know where you're going from day you to day. You look a bit Italian, actually. I look a bit what? Italian. It what's that? <laughs> what's that <laughs> word for kind of like where you kind navy of just blue blazer <laughs> jacket blazer? What's that? Sprats the glasses or are quite sprats or something. Kind of, I'm gonna look up the word. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm. My hair's gone crazy because I I normally have a buzz cut before I go on a grand tour just to get through the three weeks without looking ridiculous. But I I just completely omitted to. So it's pretty much as long as I've ever had it. I'm getting like a Ben Healy mullet sort of situation at the back, which I quite like actually. I might get a, I might get a like a, like a shortcut at the sides <laughs> and actually go embrace the middle-aged mullet. It would be a you little definitely Pete, work Pete on, on that. Scene, mate. Look at mine, Pete. Whoa. Yeah, that's severe. <laughs> yeah, I tried to Mine's like crew cut. Yeah, that is mine's like really long. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, wait until you see how long. Oh this wow. This is, wow, really this is great for our podcast listeners. Yeah. Wow. Pete's got like a full. <laughs> fringe down to covering his full face. That's yeah, amazing. It's so long. Uh, so uh, you know. Tell you what, Pete. I saw um, I saw a press release that was put out about four or five days ago, or maybe a week ago, by the Tour of Britain announcing the wild the, the British wild cards or whatever. You know the the continental teams, and it was like announcing the Trinity Racing's participation, and it's and it had a little quote from Trinity Racing's managing director. Peter Kenyuk. Yeah, I wrote, I wrote that, yeah. And I thought, mate, that's that's proper. <laughs> like, I don't know, I was really impressed. It was like Pete, Pete, Pete's being quoted as the, like the manager of the team and everything. Because that's what I you are. I know it's impressive, isn't it's it? Just, yeah, it's it's great, yeah. It's great, yeah. I'm yeah. just mindly impressed by all the stuff you've done this year, Pete. You've just been non-stop. It's pretty yeah, cool. up until this week, non-stop. But being so good to be at home. Oh, Actually watch the Giro every day, you know. Have you? Have you? Yeah. That's a rarity. Wow. So have I. It's a proper... I've been like... It's not, not only a rarity, it's a proper podcast saver in this particular instance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's useful. That's <laughs> just... Ned's or Ned can now... We can now actually talk about the bike race. Can relax. <laughs> yeah. I was, I we've was got to add like anything. five minutes of content onto the podcast where you normally explain what's happened. Yeah. 
up until now in the Giro. Yeah, yeah. Well, I could do that. Shall I try and do that? Like, because it's come to we've yeah, come to the end up. of the first. I'll, I'll wrap it up. Okay. Um, <laughs> team presentation on Thursday night in Pescara. Mark Cavendish spoke surprisingly fluent Italian and then departed. Primoz Roglic looked like he was having a real old laugh, and Remco just looked incredibly handsome and young. A couple of days later, the race got underway with an individual <laughs> time trial into Ortona. Um, Primoz Roglic surprisingly slow. Uh, Evenepoel looked like he'd won the Giro on the very first day. Next day, it's a big bunch sprint, and uh, Jonathan Milan, probably the biggest man ever to ride a bike, uh, rode it exceptionally fast into a headwind and took, this, took the stage. The next day, we went into a Basilicata to Malfi and it was Michael Matthews um, on a selective sprint after that I've got absolutely no idea what happened after that um, jump along a bit individual time trial yesterday actually no the day before yesterday was the real key one wasn't it where Remco suddenly loses time and Roglic suddenly me and David discussed that last night and then yesterday individual time trial and then after we put the podcast to bed and published the podcast Sudal Quickstep released the news that he's got COVID. Oh, no, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? Oh, what no. was, this is good. We're getting an initial raw reaction. Seriously, Pete? Oh, uh, okay. No, I did, had no idea. I always hadn't been on Twitter or Cycling News this morning or last night. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, ble- oh that's a shame. Uh, it's, a, it's a body blow, isn't it? It's massive. Yeah. It's ama- but you know what? I was, I'd said this to Neres earlier because after Roglic, so on Saturday morning, Roglic, people, there's a rumor going around that Roglic had COVID yeah. and and that he raced. You know how these kind of words spreads, etc. And then he kind so of does COVID. So does COVID. Well, nice, Pete. And it, it then he then ripped it up, obviously, on the, the summit thing, like on the, the final climb and put Remco on the ropes. And then afterwards, he was quoted as saying, Not bad for somebody with COVID, huh? Yeah. <laughs> sort of. But then, but then <laughs> I love this. But then we find out that Remco got dropped <laughs> because he had COVID and then still <laughs> yeah. won the time trial yesterday with COVID. <laughs> Actual COVID. With actual COVID, he still oh. won the time trial. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> what yeah. is that? Yeah. Everyone's like, "What's wrong with What's wrong with Remco?" <laughs> yeah, he's got COVID, man, and that's why he only won by a second. <laughs> oh. It hasn't been plain sailing, though, has it? It's been kind of quite Remco-esque of a well, of a grand yeah. tour there was in terms of like you're right. making life difficult for himself. So one of those yeah, stages true. I forgot. <laughs> one of those stages I just glossed over was um, when he when he hit the Prozac dog in uh, in, <laughs> in Campo. Well, he was on Prozac. Yeah, all the, dog. the dogs around there we decided were on Prozac. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> it's really funny because Sicilian dogs are incredibly aggressive, <laughs> as I've often discussed. But in Campania, they're the same. They look the same, but they're just on Prozac. They're just really super chilled. <laughs> and this dog just oh, wasn't like bothered, that. and he's just scampering in, and he oh, bounced yeah. off Davide Ballerini. Have a look. But, <laughs> but um, you're, no, you're right. You're right, Pete. It was all a bit hell to hair him, scare him the whole way around for, yeah. for Remco up until... Mm. Yeah, it was just so, it's so good to watch, though, isn't it? Like the sprint where it was wet and he it was his second crash. It was was that the one after the dog? Yeah, and he yeah. was just riding in and he was explaining the crash to his director and he's kicking off this that and the other. And <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. We <laughs> talked about that. It was just made sure everybody in the world so knew good. how pissed off he was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, he must have told the story this? to like everybody he saw. Can I say this? Oh, easily, yeah. On that that shot of him gesticulating like and slightly his chimp came out a little bit. Pete, and don't take this in the wrong way because we love Remco. He was 5% Pete Kenyuk, I thought. (laughs) 5%? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if I could be 5% Remco, I'd take that. (laughs) Wouldn't we all? 
Yeah. Oh god. Uh, what about Teo yesterday? That was a. Uh, oh wow. That was impressive, wasn't it? Just full stop. He's impressive. Yeah. It's like mm. this is. I mean. But I didn't know he could like time trial on G's level. No. Well, none of us did. But what's interesting, Pete, is like the whole we Ineos Grenadiers are just killing it across the board. It's like mm. they've kind of completely turned their ship around. Mm, what's going on there then? What have we missed, know. David? I don't We're know. We're going to have to backtrack quickly <laughs> goes on to July. <laughs> we are. <laughs> yeah, we've got to like... They're back. They're out, out yumboing. Yumbo were out Team Ineosing before. And now Ineos are out yumboing Yumbo. Maybe we just <laughs> all overanalyze it all now and it's just cycling. Maybe just, everyone's, yeah. everyone's like, oh, you know, they're so far ahead. They're doing this, doing that. But maybe they're just all... They're not that far ahead. They just had a good couple of years. Yeah, maybe your team a team's got a three year cycle, and then they they or actually we could probably work it out, but and then they do the same thing until it doesn't work, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. they've got to change it. But they're going to have a lull of a couple of years. First year acknowledging it's not working. Anymore. Acknowledging, yeah. Then the, the then the year after trying mm. to put the next plan in place, and I then like it's back again. Yeah. Cycling, cycling's three-year cycle. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, and it's so every team, but only the big teams have the means and the wherewithal to do it to acknowledge that they're doing something wrong, because a lot of the yeah. French teams have been doing something wrong for like twenty-five years. Could be something in that, David. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. they don't even get to the point, though, do they, where they like try and acknowledge anything? <laughs> this, this is what we do. We just get our head kicked in all the time. But, what, <laughs> yeah. but what's amazing about this Giro team, the Ineos team here, is with the except when you think about who they might take to the Tour de France, with the exception of Tom Pidcock, because he's just in a category of his own, wh- which rider, which of the Tour team would be better than any of the riders they've got here? Like, this is the strong. This is their A team, isn't it? I don't know. It if, is. I don't it know is. if they. I don't know if they knew it was their A team at the beginning of the year, but well, they thought their their A team couldn't match the other A-teams, so they put their A-team into the Giro, which turns out into being a complete A-list hitter, and they're still on top. Yeah. So it's kind of, there was obviously clear strategy to it. They could become completely unstuck then in July, is what, Ned? Is what you're... Yeah. I just don't really, yeah, I don't really get what they're... Where do they go to from here? Well, it doesn't matter, because it might, yeah, you're right, there's probably nowhere to go to, because they're realistic regards all Tade and Jonas. But what about if Remco now goes to the tour? Yeah, what do you think? (gasps) No, I don't think he will. But on the other hand, I was talking to Matt Matt about this, like, you can't indefinitely hold him back from this race. It's where where his destiny is. And if... and if you could go to the Tour de France and say, look, it's your debut, and then make it very plain, you're not Do ride, 10 days. Not riding Do 10 GC. days. Yeah, 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 old school. Yeah, old school. That's, that's, like, that's what they used to do. We forget about this. If you've got a young rider who's yeah. an up and coming, send him in like, until the second rest day. day. We, they never yeah. do that anymore, Pete, do they? No. <laughs> no, they used to say, look, it's go in there. Yeah. And this was when the Tour de France was much smaller than it is now. If ever there's a race you need to go to and understand the, the sheer kind of external pressures and the frenzy and the scale of it before you go and take it on as a race, the Tour de France is something you should go to and kind of understand what you're getting yourself in for. And with Remco, it's a perfect kind of, it, it's a perfect scenario for him because it's saying, look, we weren't going to, but because of this, we're going to send him in. He's just going to do until the sec- first rest day just to get a, a taste for it. And then he's going to yeah. the Volta to win. Yeah, blah. I think it'd be brilliant. And then just I feel like they keep him destroys it. 
Yeah. Don't forget, don't forget, because it's easy to forget, but don't forget the world's in August, like in terms of his peaking and his targets that he's got this year. I don't know how, I mean, the Vuelta's always a shot to nothing, I suppose, at the end anyway. You might as well go if, you've, if the legs are good and whatever. But I think more than the Tour de France. Yeah, well, that backs up what you're saying, doesn't it? Do 10 days at the Tour de France, then go to a training camp after that, come back, win the Worlds. It's kind of all, might work out all right for him in the end, the old boy. But... <laughs> Yeah. What, what would you do as a, I love a team how we manager? Just discuss people. Well, I feel like we're senior management on quick step right now. <laughs> so what, what should we do with him? He's got COVID. The season's going to the shitter. What? Tour, well, work. right, let's sit down. Let's analyse, you know. We're doing it for him. We're saying Patrick Lefebvre. We should well, send a link to the I podcast. I would go exactly with the plan that we just discussed. It makes, <laughs> it makes complete sense. <laughs> Yeah, it's so yeah. true. Yeah. You're welcome, Patrick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, we so we'll David, we it. might get we might get a little bit of Remco at the Dauphiné, which is our next commentary <gasps> Yeah. Oh, that would be a dream come true. We might get a little tickle of Remco there, you know? I feel like he's a bit uh, he's a Swiss rider though. Is he not? Ooh, yeah, actually, like no, what, Pete? He is, does feel like that. Why do we think much that? There's Dauphiné about him. I don't know what it is. I'll tell you why. We've often discussed this, David. The smooth road surfaces, the steady gradients, and he's just yeah. a smooth, but he's a smooth rider, isn't he? He's a, pa- he's a power climber. <laughs> he's smooth. So, yeah. smooth of chin, smooth of style. And, yes, yeah, you're right, actually. It's Tour de Suisse, yeah. He's so Swiss. He's so Swiss. <laughs> he's so Swiss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's wild. I'd never thought about that, yeah. Pete. It's bang on. Like, it seems an absolute fallacy or like a glitch in the matrix if he goes to the Dauphiné. Hey, Pete, that's enough Remco chat. I'm, t- I'm calling time on it. Um, Pete, right. yeah. what about Cavs crash? Which one? Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> which one? I think the headline crash, really. Oh, that was. <laughs> like That happened right in front of me and Matt. We actually, it's one of those rare occasions where, you know, you, you basically never look up. You watch the monitor, watch the monitor. But I thought, I'm looking up for this one. <laughs> Just oh looked yeah. out my window. And I've never seen anything like it. The way his leg flips up in the air it? like that, it's just... Um, Did yeah. you see the picture on Twitter of all the phones? Like, one going on the floor. Yeah. yeah. So everyone's obviously got their phones yeah. out the battery. Like, oh. Yeah. He's just so robust, isn't he? It's incredible. Yeah. He could, his ability to just get back up and get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it. And, and also... Get, I mean, he has had hard crashes in the past where he's had to obviously leave the race, but nine times out of ten, he just sort of brushes himself off and gets on with the next day. Like nothing's happened, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't. But know. I mean, I, I was watching it when I was when I was watching it. I was just like, oh, oh, whoa! <laughs> 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 it was There's awful. so many phases to it, aren't there? When you break it down <laughs> yeah. in slow motion, yeah. it's so <laughs> elegant. <laughs> and there's the cause there's that there's that half second <laughs> when when you stretch it out in slow motion lasts about three seconds where he goes, "Ah, oh, I've survived." <laughs> yeah, the first bit. <laughs> you know where he loses the traction with, and he swings out to the left, and then you can see it just oh, in his pretty, like, settles. I'm in alive! Way. I'm alive! I'm alive! <laughs> oh no, I'm not! <laughs> I might be about to die. (laughs) You know what? You know what was really interesting about it as well was the way that they just all slid off camera, and it was like so we didn't know what was going on. It was just they went sliding, and he almost felt like the cameraman was like trying to point the camera down. (laughs) It's like what happened to them? (laughs) It's like it's like knocking out photographers, like a a billiard, like bowling ball alley or something. 
Oh, brilliant. He has had yeah. some stellar crashes in his career, hasn't he? Yeah, oh, legendary. He's been around a long time. But there's a... I mean, it's the greatest hits, isn't it? It's like, you know, if uh, there was ever going to be have a musical blown up made f- in the yeah. West End of Mark Cavendish's <laughs> life, you know, like Mamma Mia style, it would be like three and a half hours long, wouldn't it? The pro- well, you, know, the po- you know, the poster would be outside on like, Times Square style. <laughs> would just be the photo finish from sliding along with his bike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that'll be on the cover. Oh, he's so good. That'll be on the cover oh. of his next autobiography, would it? Yeah. <laughs> Just sliding just, through life yeah it, <laughs> it just honestly just brings such a, like a smile and laugh about like to your face even when you talk about his crashes which is not nice for him yeah but it's just the way he does it is is just pure mark cavendish it's like no yeah. other person no, he's, he's, panache. he's enjoying panache, yeah he's, panache. he's enjoying his, his crashes duo, are panache. You know? when he did his time trial yeah. in the pouring rain yesterday again he stopped just outside our commentary position and we saw him and do you know what because he's with astana now He's gone, f- Pete, you'll love this. He's gone back to <laughs> full-on Italian Cav. Oh, <laughs> he's so Italian. He's so Italian. Because oh, Astana being Astana, it looked like their prep wasn't great. Like, cause so, the, so the start and the finish were about three kilometers away from one another, and uh, it was belting with rain yesterday. So he came through the finish line, met his swanee, but it was a bit like he didn't know where to go <laughs> like, to get out of the rain. <laughs> and, but, he, but instead of like shouting at people and getting all quick step and angry, you know, it was like, oh, yeah. uh, like Belgian and aggressive. It w- so he wasn't Belgian Cav, he was Italian Cav, and he just turned to his Italian Swanee, and I could hear what he said, the microphones caught it, and it was just like, uh, 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 non l'arrivo, uh, la patenza di ritirare, la, 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 la patenza, okay, okay, uh, bene, 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 and okay, off road. Okay. brilliant, <laughs> full on. Uh, his Italian's good, Pete, it's good. Is it? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, he spoke a few words Great. in Italian at the um, team presentation about, uh, per me, Il giro è un, un grande, è un sogno grande. Uh, la, la cosa la più bella, uh, uh, ma, ma, uh, ma difficile. You know, it's like, but it's like, it was good. But you know, but the thing is, it's a language that he was born to. You know, if yeah. ever there was a, because he just, it's almost as if English kind of, it's, it's kind of held him back. Then yeah. he just it all comes out in his kind of his movements, like a kind of twitch with his head and stuff. He doesn't have so the language doesn't allow him to express himself the That's way that so Italian true. does. <laughs> He's loving it. You know what? Fair play to him though, because <laughs> the fact that he actually tries, because I'd be, oh no, there's no way I'd be trying to speak Italian to to a camera. Well, it wasn't just it wasn't chance. just to a camera. It was to ten thousand people in Pescara's <laughs> main piazza. You know. Oh well, there you go. But yeah. he did that thing. Even more he did so. that thing that's quite funny as well because Anthony Macrossan, Macrossan, uh, was uh, was was introducing all the riders on one by one. Oh, not just Anthony because it's obviously a massive Italian show. So there was like Stefano and Paolo and Barbara, all like four of them hosts on the stage. But Anthony, because it was a English-speaking rider, was you know strode across to to where Mark was standing in his suit. And like was holding a microphone like this, and like you know said, Mark, you're back at the Giro d'Italia, da da da, something like that, and, pu- and like pushed the microphone, to, you know, just did that, lollipopped it, pushed the microphone towards Mark so he could answer, and Cav did that thing where he just took the microphone, <laughs> 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 and, and took and took took half a pace away from Anthony, you know, <laughs> like and turned away from Anthony to talk directly to the crowd, <laughs> leaving Anthony <laughs> yeah. stood there without a microphone or a function. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh god! Oh no! <laughs> what did he do? Just and then, and then when he say when he said his what? bit, he just wandered off. He rode off with the microphone. <laughs> did he? <laughs> no, he didn't. And so, yeah, he did. But he kind of like remembered halfway across, and there's some some sound engineer had to run up and like take the microphone and hand it back to Anthony. <laughs> it's quite a, it's quite a flex that though, isn't it? Like, give me that the mic. Full flex. Hand me the yeah. mic. <laughs> yeah. no, I've been doing this longer than you. I don't know if he's going ra- to. I don't think he knows if he's going to go all the way to Rome. There's not much in a, in this race for him. There's, the, I mean, Rome is a Rome itself is like a, a sprint. Yeah, that's the last stage, mm. and then stage nineteen is a sprint. It's completely flat in the in the Po River Valley, but everything else is complicated for him. There's a chance. Mm. There's a chance that tomorrow's stage will be a sprint, because guess guess where we are. I was going to tell you actually. We are. Do you recognise it? Like, oh, no, it's not going to... You've both raced <laughs> here, up and down this street. Well, go on. Both of you. I think. Pretty sure. Go on. What is it? Lido di Camaiore. Ah. Ring a bell? Does. No. Two blank faces. It's always uh, the opening team time trial of Tirreno Adriatico. Oh, we definitely have raced down there. Yeah, yeah. we have. Yeah. You, you can visualise yeah. it now, can't you? Yeah. 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 So... Yeah, he'll yeah. he'll go all the way, I would, I would expect. Mm. No reason why not. Yeah, yeah, it would be like a good training camp for. He loves a, a, a gross yeah, overload. Yeah, old school, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, he loves absolutely bucking, buckling himself. And also, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what else he would be doing. I guess so. You might as well sort of because there are mm. so few. I was thinking, like, what other races are on at the moment that are suited to sprinters? Uh, like the Tour of Hungary, he could have done that, but he wouldn't have been able to do that. And the Giro, that's just finished. I think Jakobsen got a hat full of stages there, didn't he, and stuff. But mm. but there's just so few. Like of that old school generation of sprinters, like Mark belongs to, there's so few opportunities for them now, mm. like at any level. Like you said as well, though, he just loves being at the Giro, doesn't he? I think that's enough for him. He genuinely does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. Actually, he's happy. Yeah. 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 Just probably got a lot of nostalgia happen. from his early years, and he's probably just yeah. buzzing off, buzzing off all yeah. that as well. Yeah. 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 He's always awesome. loved the Giro, hasn't he? It's because he's like half Italian. He's basically though. half Italian. Mm. He's basically half Italian. Mm. Um. What's your schedule, Pete? Have you seen Max? Uh, no, only I was telling David, only at the team presentation from a distance, because I was common, like Eurovision Song Contest style, I was commentating the team presentation. You know? <laughs> um, uh, but I was telling David, Max, Max turned up, because uh, uh, they had the backroom staff walk onto the stage as well for each team, like following like a, a flag of the nation and all that sort of thing. And Max walked on in a, in a Movistar like top, team regulation top but with a ridiculous pair of italian jeans on underneath with like loads of zips and rips and you know, like lots of frayed edges and all <laughs> this kind of thing like Pete, pete's nodding knowingly yeah <laughs> yeah yep. i can picture exactly classic yeah, yeah. perfect classic what's my schedule uh do, do, what am i doing don't know actually when are you I back on the road pete but my mind's blank uh, i'm back on the road thursday drive oh. to teen oh, oh, oh happy yeah, days your favorite place yeah. 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 Yeah, my favourite place. Well, first time I've been back since 20... No, 19, wasn't it? It was 19, yeah. Since first, our historic mountain run. Egan Bernal, landslide. Yeah. That, yeah. All that. Back, th- back there, the lads are doing an altitude camp at the minute. Then we drive to Alps Isere, which, I don't know, starts close to Leon somewhere, I think. Or maybe it doesn't. But anyway, it's in that region. Yeah. After that, I come home and then go to the Baby Giro. Baby Giro. That's the baby, baby one, Giro. yeah. Yeah, that's happening during the And then the straight document. to the Road Nationals after that. Yeah, yeah. 
It's quite a big deal, Pete, the Baby Giro, isn't it? Because it's the first year that RCS have taken it over. So it'd be interesting to see how different it is from like previous editions and you know whether they make changes. Proper TV coverage, I think. Yeah, RCS didn't do the Baby Giro before. No, 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 they've just taken oh. it over. Didn't and they've just that. bought the um, they've just bought the Giro Donne as well, the, the women's Giro. So, huh. yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. Actually, is is the TV coverage just going out? Is it just local or? N- no, I think it's been off. I think it's been offered to you know GCN Eurosport, so I think it'll go out. Uh, oh, yeah. So I think the lads will be on the tele. Don't quote me on that, but I think they will. Yeah, I think the race will be televised for the first time. It's, cool. it's quite it, it, in comparison to previous years. It's it's quite a flat baby Giro. Is it? It's like two two mountain stages, a couple of sprint mm. days. There's one stage that basically starts at the bottom of the Stelvio and finishes at the top. Oh wow! Should be epic. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds quite hard. Jeez. <laughs> Mass start hill climb, basically. Yeah. Wow, wow. Are you looking forward to that gig? Can't wait. Yeah, yeah. Cannot mm. wait. But it's been great <laughs> being at home. Wow. Yeah, you've had mm. you've had a little holiday, haven't you? You've been to Amsterdam. Went to Amsterdam, rode along the canals. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some downtown. Nice. Um, but yeah, not much else to report, really. Mate. Right. Yeah. Looking forward to the tour. Mm. Now you got a lot to get. Uh, you got a lot to get through before you yeah, can even can't think about can't that. Well, that I'm, I'm taking over Chris Boardman's roles a bit, aren't I? This year. Yes. Yeah. And. <laughs> So that's all new. Well, I spoke to the producer and I was like, listen, I haven't rode a bike in six months. Like, then there's no way I can get into Lycra. <laughs> like, every day. Chris did. Like, it's not. Chris used to do it. I, I know, but he was in better shape than me. No. I, I was like, it's not happening, basically. It's not happening. Okay, yeah. So I'm doing, you know, he would do his um, pieces on the on the highlight show, yeah. wasn't it? He'd mm. always do it about aerodynamics or... Mm. Oh, little explainer segments, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I think yeah. you and me are both doing those, Pete. And then a rest day piece as well, which is going to be about four minutes long, so... Very cool. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. I, st- I, I was with uh, Blythe, Adam Blythe, the other week, um, and, yeah, I was asking some advice from him because he's nailing his job at the minute, isn't he? Yeah, he's doing great, mm. Adam. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, you need to ask Cav for it's advice tough. as well because he chips in with the odd bit of TV advice for you down the years, doesn't he? Use your hands. Yeah, he hasn't done. He, ha- he hasn't done in a while actually. <laughs> but but he he used, he used to yeah yeah. Blythe actually came up with a great explanation of how to commentate yeah. or how he commentates what he thinks when he commentates. Go on then. Oh, um, go on. He says you know how like you are a director in the car and you direct the riders. Yeah. Mm. As a commentator, you've got to see yourself as a director um, of words, directing the public like and directing the public in, in terms of like what's going on mm, I like in that. the race yeah never thought about it like that because it, obviously as a cyclist a lot of what you're watching and what you're seeing in real time you just take for granted don't you and you don't think to pick up on the little little things that are going on in the peloton or what you see to then explain it mm. very good well I don't anyway <laughs> I just well, I like pretend that. That I'm I'm trying to explain it to my friends who know nothing about cycling which I often yeah. have to do when they're around the house and a bike race is on and they come and sit on the sofa and then I have to try and s- dissect the whole race and it's kind of like oof <laughs> down to back to ground zero which is quite the tour, the tour's well. different as well isn't it because there's so many non-cyclists who watch it compared to the likes yeah. of the Giro Hun- or the Dauphiné Terreno yeah 100% yeah no, it's, it's it's true. And then, you know, you have to remind yourself all the while that you can't just say things like, and there's Sepp Kuss, look at Sepp Kuss, because 
50% mm. of the viewers won't know who to look at. So, yeah, there's always that. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, mm. anyway. Yeah, yeah, so there's <laughs> all sorts of... A commentary <laughs> debrief, like, <laughs> <laughs> halfway through the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, uh, but th there's all sorts of... We're going to be joined, I think, by a kind of, like, clutch of quite interesting characters, aren't we? Off, off and on throughout, like, co-pundits, but we can't say who they are yet because that hasn't been released. But it could be quite an interesting lineup. Quite unpredictable. People standing next to you, Pete, on the set. But you, you're right, you're shuffling up to one position on the set closer to Gary Imlach, aren't you? You're, you're moving into the inner circle and not, you're not on the outer fringes any longer. Slowly, slowly. Yeah. Well, this will be my fifth year, so... <laughs> yeah. God. I've put in a lot of hard work and graft <laughs> to get to this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Don't, but, yeah. yeah, we talked about it on previous pods. I'll still hold my position on the right on set because that's just where I stand, on the left of the viewers. Oh, really? On the guest pun. I, th I think so. Ah, interesting. Or not. One. Go to the middle. It remains to be seen. It's not my decision. I'm thinking okay, you. I'm yeah. thinking you move in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Literally take Boardman's yeah. place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe Boardman's not going to be there. That's, I know it's a big shock that, isn't it? In fact, we might have it's just released. Shocked, really. We might have just jumped an ITV press release there. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Never mind. You heard it here first. <laughs> it's out yeah. there. I haven't been told I can't say it. So yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I want to have a bit of a I want to have a bit of a rest day, so I'm going to go and take my book, my Ernest Hemingway book, and I'm actually going to go to the beach. And do you know what? I might even get in the water. That's my plan. Do it. Yeah. Legend. Yeah. You have to. All right. Very who's going to win? Enjoy your rest day. Who's going to win the Giro? Teo. G. Roglic. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. Well, that's nearly it. Um, as you can hear, the traffic rumbling up and down, perhaps the main street on which the race will pass through en route to what could be a bunch sprint tomorrow um, in Lido di Camaiore. Uh, it was very nice to catch up with um, Pete and David and a reminder of what this podcast is going to be about in July when the three of us are locked into a car rattling around the Alps and the Pyrenees and passing through the, the Massif Central and the Basque country and the insanity that will no doubt be Nevestre's car when it comes around again. And it won't be long before we're doing it. Before that, David and I have got Dauphiné duty. We'll hear from Pete as he goes to the Baby Giro. Um, I did also say at the beginning of this pod that um, we might hear from Matt. Um, but you know what? No human being I've ever encountered works as hard at talking uh, hugely entertainingly as Matt Stevens and he has talked and talked and talked for the first nine days of this podcast and uh, he's been brilliant and I fully exploited him and I aim to by the way increasingly exploit him over the next two weeks and so don't worry the the, the madness of Matt Stevens will continue uh, unabated for the next couple of weeks but I thought I'd give him a, a day off it is after all a rest day and the clue is in the name and besides I want to get my book out and go and sit on the beach um, I'm actually reading for well you don't know what I'm reading but I'll tell you I'm reading for whom the bell tolls which is uh, I finally got around to reading and uh, I'm absolutely engrossed and want to get back into it so I'm going to upload this pod um, and uh, have what remains of the afternoon to myself um, but as I made uh, my way in the car over to the Tyrrhenian coast Lido di Camaiore Camaiore over the other side of the country uh, halfway through the journey, my phone pinged and I got a latest update from our correspondent in the peloton, the man who briefly led the individual time trial of the Giro d'Italia, Charlie Quarterman. 
with which we end this podcast. Ciao. I'm reporting to you from uh, the Rest Day Hotel. I didn't manage to sleep in because I, I just can't manage it anymore, unfortunately. Must be the age, the grand old age of 24. But uh, yesterday was the TT day and uh, it was quite exciting for a while um, until the weather changed and suddenly got better for the last riders. Um, my time stayed at the top of the leaderboard for quite a long time and it was pretty, it was pretty, well, it was, it was making, making me hope, making me dream quite a lot, but it's always the way it goes. The, the guys at the top of the GC have lost some investment in their kit and, uh, and they go full gas and, uh, and this time they had the help of the weather, but, uh, I think that's not bad. 41st in the end for, for a pro Conti rider with, uh, kind of old Italian technology or techniques, um, yeah, not too bad. But you wouldn't believe it. Afterwards, I, I left the cycling bubble briefly. It sounds more shocking to me than it will do to most other people. But my parents and uh, my partner, Louise, were, were there uh, to support me at the TT. And uh, once I was done, instead of waiting for the results to come in, we went to a seaside town and uh, had a pizza, which is a normal thing to do. But that's, that's why it's so strange. It's just normal. Uh, I wasn't with my team. I wasn't speaking Italian. Um, and I felt kind of naughty because uh, for the last two weeks I've always had somewhere I needed to be and a meeting in the next half hour or something but there okay we still talked about cycling quite a bit because I've been doing quite a lot recently but um, how, how strange was that it was like normal life I think in, in two weeks time at the end of the zero I'll be broken and I'll, I'll be uh, Stuck in cycling mode. <laughs> Need a couple of weeks of therapy to, to get me back into normal life. And this is what I'm saying after only 10 days. But yeah, that's how it is in the bubble. I burst the bubble very briefly, but it's okay. I'm back in it now. Anyway, rest day. I don't really know what I'm going to do, but I know it'll pass really fast. And before I know it, I'll be back doing a 200-kilometer stage in the rain. But I'll take advantage. I'll take advantage. Anyway, I hope you guys have a good rest too. Ciao.